Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Miscellaneous Debris Podcast with me, your host, the Mad Chatter Ryan MK. Do not forget to follow me on Twitter, on Instagram, at RMK Madness. <sighs> now, rough, rough week, rough week for many. And normally I like to get into the pod with a little bit of fun, talking about uh, interesting stuff I might have done this week, interesting stuff in the world. But really, we must first and foremost focus on Jacob Blake and the entire situation with that. Because I'm sorry, criminal or not, whatever you want to say about the dude, the cop's actions were wrong. Seven. <laughs> Seven. Seven shots in the back. Seven shots in the back. Mm. And I know there's people out there, well, he's a criminal. Okay. He was going for a knife. Eh. That was found after the shooting happened. So, it's just unnecessary. There's a problem in this country, first of all, if you ask me, this begins with reform, with police training, with the vetting process, etc. Got into an argument on Twitter with a guy today, oh, sorry, yesterday, about this specifically, the training. I said it took longer for my wife to get a cosmetology license than it takes for a cop to get a badge. He responded, oh, it takes your wife six years? To get, it took your wife six years to learn how to cut hair? No. You fucking idiot. And see, he posted an article, which is the same article I've used to back my point. So when he posted it, I had to ask if he, he's even read it. And he starts breaking it down. I'm like, yes. The first four years of the six years are talking about a bachelor. They want you to have some form of bachelor degree education. It does not have to be in law enforcement. It does not have to be tied to it at all. You could be like me and have a bachelor's in communications for fuck's sake. So you get your bachelor's degree. You go through a little bit of a process. You go through a probationary period. Now, the actual police training happens at the police academy which lasts for six fucking months, which, yes, is less training than it took my wife to learn how to cut hair. And he tries to come at me, I bet your dude wife was doing hair and nails before, plenty before she uh, went into school for it, blah, blah, blah. Making the point that cops don't deal with those kind of situations before they have to be trained for it. And okay, maybe she did a little bit, but really, she spent her time in the military. It wasn't until after that she really got into beauty and and hair, makeup, waxing, you know. No. And he uh, stepped a little bit in his tracks with that because he had to pause, of course, to say, because no one wants to disrespect a veteran, <laughs> which is partly why I said it. But I really brought her up because, you see, she finds what police do appalling. 
She finds police training to be inadequate because to her, when she's learning in the military how to handle certain situations like that, if she were to be across seas and have to deal with civilians of another country, sometimes, well, quite often, you're going to run into people who don't even speak English. And so they have protocols in place on how to handle that. Lots of hand movements, yelling, and if it comes to using the gun, you always shoot at the ground first. Shooting those people is the last resort. So why is that kind of protocol not followed here in the U.S. with the police? Our military use it? In other countries with their civilians, why do our police not use it, that kind of protocol, here with our own fucking civilians? Why? Uh, Explain. There's nothing anybody can say to me to get me to change my mind on this. Seven times is excessive, it's unnecessary, and it's terrible, terrible work by the cop. Again, my wife, who's a veteran, would agree. She said herself, simply... No reason for seven shots. Period. And I've seen some good cops come out on Twitter talking about this stuff, and they understand. They get it. And yes, this dude does have some shit on his background. He's not the best of martyrs in this situation. But to me, more than anything... Even if you want to ignore how much injustice there is for black people, minorities, if you really want to go that route and you really want to disbelieve that cops are disproportionately treating black people different, if you don't, if you don't want to believe in all that shit, fine. But I would still like to say it should fucking alarm you how cops are behaving. Of course, when the cops are behaving one way towards the BLM protesters and another way entirely towards the armed right-wing militia types, then I don't know. I mean, you'd think the Second Amendment nuts would see the police brutality because they do like pointing out, well, Cops kill more white people than black people. A, that's not true. I mean, it's true if you look at it in general, because there's a shit ton more white people. But if you break it down and really look at the numbers, it's just not true at all. Black people, I think the number was three times as likely to get killed by officers. So, not true at all. But, 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 even if you want to say that, that should still give you red flags and alarm bells. Hey, the cops be killing a lot of motherfucking people. This is a problem. This is a problem. Don't tell me the training is enough and that they're doing the best they can in the circumstances. No. Look at the military. Horseshit. Get out of here with that. It's fucking ridiculous. All of this. And then people somehow want to defend the cops defending the 17-year-old shooter. 
Like, literally, this dude was walking towards the cops before any of this went down. As they're in a megaphone telling him not to approach, not to approach, can you imagine a black dude walking towards that unit with a rifle when they're telling him to stop coming towards them? Can you imagine them just letting him walk up there and get some water? And they said, we really appreciate what you guys are doing. Really? No, I'm, no, no. Some of those that work forces are the same that burn crosses. I see a lot of assholes out here. Pretty sure back in the day, you listen to some rage. Some, some system of a down, maybe. Maybe some iced tea. Some cubes, some Dre. Now all out here saying blue lives matter. And I saw a great thing on Twitter. There ain't no blue people. There ain't no blue lives. There's no blue lives. Black lives are real. They were born black. They black. They matter. Blue, blue lives (laughs) don't exist. It's true. They've all chose to become cops. I'm sure some of them, a good amount of them, probably, for very good reasons. And they try very hard. The training should be better. But the other reason that it's like this is because the vetting process needs to be better as well. Because there's too many people that say, hey, I got a fucking... Well, like me, a bachelor's in communications, I can't do shit with it, so I'm just going to go into the police force. That part's not like me, just the communications degree you can't do shit with. And if they got a little meanness, a little prejudice to them, maybe they were bullied as a kid. Hell, I was bullied. Doesn't give me the desire to go fuck with other people and bully other people. But hey, that's what happens with some. And you get these sick fucking racist bastards or these assholes with pent-up rage. You give these fuckers a badge and a gun after six months of police training. Horseshit. And it's pretty clear when you see pictures of them policing the Black Lives Matter side, but they just let all the fucking other people do that shit. Why? Why? Because they're backing you up? You do realize they bought guns. They profess their love for the Second Amendment to fight you should you go after them. They're only on the cops' side because the cops are fucking with black people and protesters who support black people. And the bigots on the other side don't like that. They are going to back the cops in this situation. But let's not forget, they don't like the cops that much. They're full of shit. That's the whole reason they have their guns and love their Second Amendment. And it just amazes me that there's a fascist in the White House right in front of their eyes. And instead of saying, hey, this is why we need our Second Amendment. No, they're looking at us. But that's exactly what a good fascist does, doesn't he? He divides the people. He's got his base so up his ass that they don't see what he's doing, that he is dividing the people, that he's straight turning. Again, these are the same fucking people that love and preach the Second Amendment to own guns, 
in case the government tries to take over and do some shit that's undemocratic. That's what's going on, and they're siding with them. Hmm. Shows you where their true allegiances lie. And this fucking kid, this cop wannabe, right-wing militia wannabe, starts shooting at people. And people say, oh, he got attacked, he got attacked. He fired the first shot before he got attacked. Sorry. He got attacked because he shot his damn gun. And then after he shot his gun, and he killed two people, by the way, uh, he just walked right towards the cops, and they just let him go. There's a pretty rough video of the sheriff of that particular county out saying things like, we just need to lock them all up. Lock them all up till the end of their days. If that's, some not, if that's not some Nazi-ass shit right there, Sounds like he's talking about concentration camps for protesters. That's what it sounds like to me. Fuck that. Yeah. There's no way around it. People are trying to find a way, but there's no way around it. There's no way around This, the racial injustice, the social injustice, the systemic racism. There's no way around it. It's real. We need to do something. And it's hard when you have so many people fighting you because you're already fighting the police, the government. And now part of the country is brainwashed into believing that Trump is some hero sent by God. But history will not be kind to Trump or his followers. While they think they're part of something grand, we're being laughed at. And taking pity upon people, lots of Canadians you see on Twitter, kind of feel sorry for us. And they shouldn't. We've done this to ourselves. We become so individualistic as a society that the whole we the people idea, the group effort, it's just. And it's. And it all leads in to the fucking two party system because now it's, it's such a fucking mess. It's all a mess. But that's why we need to continue to fight to vote. You see what's going on in the sports leagues? The NBA stepped away from its games. As a matter of fact, they did so to the day, four years to the day after Colin Kaepernick first knelt to the anthem. It does look like they're going to get back to playing some basketball this weekend. But they're really pushing for change. They want the owners to do more. And you see this starting to happen in in football yesterday with practices being canceled. Same thing in the MLB. You've had some games and stuff. The NHL finally got on board. And this is what we need. We need more. Particularly, likely, in the NHL. You got on board late. We need you to be right at the top, right at the forefront. 
in a league that's mostly white. We need more white voices. I'm tired of seeing all the shitty white voices, okay? All the assholes. I want to see, look over here and see all the black and white voices preaching proudly for equality. We have to keep fighting. And we have to vote. We have to vote. November's big, people. November's big. And it was just last night, President Trump accepted his nomination. And I got to tell you what, that whole convention was one big lying fuck fest. You can't handle the truth. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Trump can't handle the truth. This fucking whole Republican National Convention was just full of bullshit. Like the whole thing began with Trump talking about the mail-in voter fraud, which, no evidence, no evidence that that's a huge problem. He said that's the only way they'll lose the election. He's already obvious in his planting of seeds with this shit that he's going to fight this shit. And fight it based on bullshit. They show this this video of just the pan, Trump as the pandemic hero. No leader did what Trump did. No one attacked the pandemic like President Trump. Great job by President Trump. Yes, he's so awesome. Yeah. No. <laughs> no, it's... Oh my goodness. You just, you really wonder. How, how can they even put some of this shit out there with a fucking straight face? Like, how can, is, is he that delusional that he doesn't see that he's done a shitty job? Like, he's got to know he's done a shitty job and that he's just bullshitting. I, I, it, it's insane. Also at the convention... You know, the rich whiteies that uh, were on their lawn with the, with the guns pointing at the protest. Yeah, they were on there. Speaking of their fear for the suburbs. So, one of the big takeaways I'm getting from the convention and just Republicans in general is that rich white folks in them suburbs is scared. Are you scared? Is, is there a problem are you not cozy enough in your, in, in your little rich white suburbs? Are you not cozy enough? Huh? Hmm. You scared? Rich white people scared? Rich white Republican white people, you scared? Good. I hope you're scared. Because black people have been living in fear for a long fucking time. I say... We need the tables to be turned. So I hope you're scared. But to be honest, who isn't scared during these times? I know I am. Our president is... <laughs> Our president is like a child. He's a terrible leader. He does nothing but lie. And he's a hypocrite. Which is one of my least favorite things, to be honest. He claims he keeps all, he's kept all his promises that he made. 
which is not true at all. His final night last night, he was attacking Biden, saying a bunch of bullshit. He's just, he's got nothing. He's doing shit like <laughs> making people citizens on air. Like, just for the show, man, for the show. It's all a show to him. He wants ratings. Like, and seriously, this is the, this is someone that people really get behind for president. Someone that cares more about ratings and, and, <laughs> oh my fucking God. He's doing all this crazy shit to win. I mean, if he wins, we are so fucked. And yet, Pence is out there saying, hey, we're going to make America great again. Again. <laughs> I, I don't know if... <laughs> we're going to make America great again. Again, he should have stuck with that. Keep America great. <laughs> like they, they totally fucked up. With the, they're still using the make America. Like you had four years to make America great. And what happened? <laughs> so you made it great, and then it went down the tubes, and you're gonna make it great again. Like what? <laughs> Holy shit! My favorite thing about the whole convention was last night, during his acceptance speech. Trump had to deal with a big party outside his gates, mostly peaceful protesting. There was a few skirmishes, but for the most part, it did stay peaceful. But it was a big, giant party, and it was titled Drawn Out Trump Live Go-Go Show and Noise Demo. <laughs> How fantastic does that sound? I think it sounds great. I think it sounds fantastic. Fantastic, fantastic. So they were just trying to make a shit ton of noise while Trump was having his party. Good for them. That would have been fun to go to, I imagine. <laughs> but you see this shit and you see what a joke all of it is. And it heightens the importance of us all needing to get out there and vote and get this asshole out of the office. And then I think our next thing needs to be attacking this two-party system because it's a fucking joke, people. It's a fucking joke. It's part of the problem with this country. Now, rewind a little bit. You think about back in the day, the founding fathers. If you, if you do some research and you look into history, if you know anything about history at all, what they really were trying to accomplish was keeping things from getting to a two-party system. Because the fear with the strict two-party system is that you have the two sides just combating. So then there's no real push for, you know, getting the president over in, in the office because it's constantly one side versus the other. The Republicans making hell for Barack Obama. The Democrats making hell for Trump. The Democrats making hell for George And it goes on and on. Now you get to a point where, you know, it's okay. But still, there's always that turmoil and that fight because there's that appeal of that, that, that ultimate majority, having all three aspects of government. There's, there's the, the thrive to achieve that. 
and and so much so that people just vote parties now. And I've talked about this a million. They, they just, you know, that's why I don't. I I can't do it. I can't just say, yeah, I'm going to be Democrat or I'm going to be Republican because I don't give a shit. Who's the better candidate? Who's going to be less of a shithead towards the people? That's really what I look at. But so many are just going to vote blue to vote blue and red to vote red. Now, that's going to change a little bit this year because there's quite a few Republicans who don't endorse Trump. But that's part of how you got Trump in the White House. Is Republicans just voting Republican? And don't get me wrong, I've said a million times, I don't think... Hillary was a great candidate either, which was my whole fucking problem with the last election because this two-party system gave us literally this lying, conniving old hag and Hillary Clinton. (laughs) Really, they're both. They're they're both. Not a huge fan of Hillary. But fuck Trump has done fucked this country up. And he's brought out all the racists and bigots. He's emboldened them, given them confidence, which I've said a few times as well that that's not a terrible thing in a way because we know who these fuckers are now. They've, they've come out the woodworks. We see them. They've revealed themselves. But they're going to be willing to fight too. So we've got to do whatever we can Take these fuckers down. We got to take them out. Get them out of the White House. And like I said, then work on this two-party system so that we don't have a situation like, well, 2016 and like this year because Biden's not great either. Again, Democrats, bring a stronger candidate. Yeah. (laughs) So I... You have two elections in a row, basically, where it's tough to find a good candidate to vote for, and that sucks. But that's part of the problem with the two-party system, because now, even though the candidates aren't that great, it's basically voting Republican or Democrat. People vote the party. I mean, you look at countries... Other countries around the globe, France, Australia, they both have three parties. Mexico, four political parties. Canada, five. India, eight. Italy, Germany, UK, Japan, they all have several, some large ones, some small ones. Like Germany has two large parties, a few minor ones, or a few smaller ones, and then a bunch of like minor. It's, it's, it's crazy. They have different parts, these parties in in their government. It's... People forget, though, sometimes how... Really how young America still is as a country in the grand scheme of things. You know, places in Europe have been around for fucking ever. Civilizations. Europe, the Middle East been around a long time now of course there were American Indians here before we got here and fucked everything up 
But there's no, you know, modern civilization. The United States became what it did when the white man did come and take it from the Indians. So, again, we're still a relatively young country in this world. We're a young nation, and we haven't quite experienced all of our mistakes and misfortunes and growing pains yet. Because early on into America's life, we became, you know, partial heroes of World War I, and we helped fight off the Nazi threat in World War II, and there's been so many things to look at America and go, you know, so much has come from America with the entertainment industry and things like that. And people just think, oh, yeah, America's so great. But we really, you know, it's, it's almost like we're just now hitting our teenage years and they're fucking rough. You've seen all these countries before us have these storied histories and... You go through empires and dynasties and things like that. And then you look at America and, you know, our time is much shorter. Our history not as long. And you just wonder, yes, we've learned a lot from looking at the rest of the world and the history of the rest of the world. But might it be at a time and place when the United States of America is going through its own growing pains and learning its own vital lessons. I do think people forget about that sometimes. That we really are, in fact, still a very young nation who doesn't have a lot of experience. And we've always done things a little differently because, in general, we're brash and confident and things like that. And right now, our president displays the worst of that. Because we're not right. We're not great. We haven't been for four years. There's a lot of shit that needs to be fixed. We haven't been for many years. But it's been especially bad the past four. A lot of work that needs to happen for things to change. But I'd like to think we're at least on the way, right? Because we're seeing things we haven't seen before. Fuck, the NFL caved in about the the kneeling. NFL coaches are okaying canceling practice. This is crazy. Not everybody's going to agree with it. And most of them are the type of Americans we don't need around anyway. So make sure to vote in November. Let's get this fucker out of the White House. And then I think there needs to be a strong push, a strong movement for a third party here in the United States of America. A third party. This two-party Democrat versus Republican bullshit needs to be over and done with. It won't be. It won't be. But it needs to be. We need to have another power there. Who knows? I hope, I hope, I can only hope 
that we learn from the mistakes that have been going on recently. As a country, I really do. I think a lot of people are aware of the reality of the situation. But there's still far too many that are on the other side. And, hell, both sides seem pretty set in their ways. So we'll see what all this brings. We'll see what it all brings, but don't forget, a major sea change can happen in November. We just got to vote this fucker out. And then we'll see what happens. Because <laughs> I've been steady saying for a while now, he's going to do whatever he can to stay in office. He, If he loses, well, he's probably going to lose. So when, I shouldn't talk like that. If he loses, because a lot of people last year were confident Hillary were going to win. But should he lose, he is going to do whatever it takes to stay. He's going to throw hissy fits. Who knows what... He may try some executive order bullshit. Who knows? I think he's pretty much proven he doesn't mind going against the Constitution if it means getting what he wants. So go out and vote, people. Let's get the monster out the White House. And let's continue to push for change in the United States of America. So, before the pod ends, before I get out of here, I do, from the bottom of my heart, want to wish well to those that are in the path of the tropical storms. Louisiana, Texas, if, if you're anywhere along those borders near the water, I pray you got out. And I just don't think people understand what all of this means. For the past know, few weeks, I've mentioned several times climate change in general. And I've spoke on the rising temperatures. I mean, just here in Colorado, it's like it's been hotter and more, well, I should say drier, hotter and drier. <laughs> That's so human. But it, it, like there's record temps all over the globe, melting caps all over the globe. We're running out of time. The ocean is getting warmer and fuller when it comes down to it. You see, these storms, they've, the problem with these storms that you're seeing is they're going through rapid intensification which is they're changing, and they're changing rapidly, and this is due to the warming of the oceans. So we have to be prepared. We're going to see more extreme weather. Now, be very careful to point out that it doesn't mean that every weather event that now happens, crazy weather event, is somehow related to climate change. But climate change is going to cause some more severe weather. And it's going to cause strange weather and strange phenomena like this, like the rapid intensification. Tropical storm, Laura was ramped up into a fucking hurricane just like that. It's calmed back down, went back down to a tropical storm now, but 
Just like that, it was up to a herd. It, the rapid intensification, this is due to warming oceans. Again, due to global warming. We are running out of time. There's not much time left for us, for this planet. And in that regard, this is another reason to vote Trump out. Because him and his cronies don't believe in climate change. Or they just don't care because they'd rather get all the money from the oil and things like that. Going green doesn't pay so much money. It's just... The storms are another sign, the danger of climate change. And it's more shit Trump's going to ignore for gain. We got to get him out. We're running out of time, people. I'm serious. I don't think the planet can take another four years of, planet, of President Trump. I almost said planet Trump. He could be a planet. <laughs> An orange planet. Oh, I know there's just so so much shit in the world, huh? Just so much bullshit going on right now. Then none of it's going to get fixed, like, quick enough for our liking. <laughs> We're in for a long battle with the pandemic, with... Our president, because I maintain, even if he loses, it's going to be hard to get him out of the office. With his supporters, we're, we're in it for the long haul. Just got to, you know, as individuals, keep trying to do the right thing and be there for other people. I understand we're an individual ex individualistic society there we go again I'm just fucking you suck, <laughs> yeah 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 but our society is so much more li like that nowadays that yes takes away from some of the group stuff and the we the people you know looking out for each other but as long as we're all as individuals trying to be the best that we can be and taking time to try and help others and taking time to, you know, think of others. Put yourself in their shoes. More people take the time to do that, the better. And I apologize. I know, I know. It's not been the most fun or gleeful episode. But, again... This fucking country's in a bad place, people. We've got to do something about it. Enough is enough. Seven, that's unnecessary. I mean, there's so many things wrong. So many reasons we need to vote. We cannot allow the continual destruction of our planet... We cannot continue to allow the continued prejudice towards black folks, minorities, and women. We cannot, we can no longer allow our oppression. We, can, we just can't, we can't do it, people. Too much is at stake now, man. Too, way too much. Oh, a little scary. <laughs> a little scary, God admit. 
But I have faith. I have faith that we have the numbers and that we're going to see this through. And it's going to turn out all right. But then, once we get this dickhead out of the office, seriously, we got to concentrate on a few things like global warming. We got to concentrate on getting these equality across the board for fucking people. Just enough of this shit. We got to fucking figure out what the hell we're going to do. Like, there's, there's so much shit. Getting Trump out of the office is just the first step. But it's a good first step because he's really fucked things up the past few years. <sighs> all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Game over, man. Game over. Ah, let's close up shop. Let's get ready to get out of here. It's, I know it's not been the most gleeful one, like I said, but, uh, you know, just this shit's important. And hey, if, if sports leagues can stop in the middle of their playoffs and shit like that, you know, to really get through to people with it, I mean, hey, we can all pause to focus, right? We can all pause to focus or refocus. Because it's going to be a hell of an end to 2020. <laughs> it is indeed. So let's hope that we keep fighting the good fight and it works out in the end. And you know what? I do think it will. I do, Of course, there's a little fear and hes hesitancy there, but I do believe the good will shine through and will prevail. So that's what I got for everyone. I really hope you can find some enjoyment this weekend. Uh, I know it's been an up and down week. So keep in mind that state of fragility, you know, when it comes to like mentally, just your mental, as Marshawn Lynch, the football player would say, keep, take care of your mentals. So just, you know, keep in mind everything that's going on. But don't forget to give your brain a break so that you don't lose your mentals. Okay? All right. All right. Closing up shop. Getting the fuck out of here. We will talk soon, 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 people. Reconvene on Monday, and we'll chat more then. Please find some enjoyment this weekend as always. Thanks again for joining. Honestly, thank you so much. I do appreciate every single one of you who listen. And I hope we, you will continue to do so. Like, subscribe, follow me on the Twitters, at RMK Madness, Instagram, all that good stuff. Continue to support me and I continue to do what I can for you and provide for you. And I got some stuff in the works to try and get some more shit going so I have even more content rolling out on a weekly basis. <sighs> but we'll get to that when we get to that. Been a rough week again. <laughs> I know I've been some doing some stumbling over the words and stuff, but it's just this one's hard, man. It really is. It, it, I just want to see change, and sometimes it feels like. You know, people have been fighting for change for so long, and it's it comes in such small increments. You just wonder if some one of these times, like in, in this day and age, what's going on right now, is this 
is this what it takes to create a big change? And, you know, only time will tell. But right now, time is what we got. So, as always, thanks for joining. We'll chat again on Monday. Until then, much love to you all. Stay safe. Stay vigilant. Stay mad. And we'll chat again later. Ta-ta for now. Peace out. That's us. I say meet the ball.